Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. If you're ever injured in an accident and you're worried about if a lawyer is going to cost you too much money, the advocates, they will provide help for you. No out-of-pocket costs until your case is settled. You pass the stress of your accident off to the advocates. That helps you focus on getting better. To find out how the advocates can help you, you can call them free of charge, 406-640-4444 today, or you can visit MontanaAdvocates.com. And remember, you deserve an advocate. Gosh, I feel good. Welcome in. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. Pleasure to be with you here on your Wednesday. Hope you're enjoying it. It's finally hot. It's not Wednesday. It's Thursday. I don't even know what day it is. I'm so excited. It's almost 90 degrees out. I got a little suntan slash burn on my face. Feeling good. Planning a little golf fundraiser tomorrow. Been working out. What's better, man? My Half the time, I'm just bringing the energy and bringing the goodness because you guys make me feel so much better. But I'm feeling great today, so we're going to roll on all sorts of things. How about not one but two Montana Sportscasters of the Year? We got the TV version and the radio version, myself and Sean Rainey. Long overdue catching up down there at the SWX Montana uh, stations on uh, Tuesday night, so we'll play that clip for you. We talked all the way around the world of sports, talked about all sorts of different things and fun to get Sean's perspective on a bunch of different things. Congratulations to my man as well, uh, the uh, Television Sportscaster of the Year via the EB Craney Award. So uh, cool for Sean, cool for all of our colleagues at ABC Fox Montana, KTMF. They did great at the Craneys and uh, proud of them. Our senior spotlight continues this week as well. We'll hear from Missoula Big Sky graduate Caden Bateman. He is on his way to the Montana-Wyoming High School All-Star Basketball Game. It's a big All-Star weekend. you got the All-Star Basketball game between uh, Montana and Wyoming's best games in both Sheridan, Wyoming, and Lockwood, Montana. You also got the East-West Shrine game coming up on uh, Saturday night in Great Falls, and that should be a very fun one as well. So we'll continue our senior spotlight highlighting some of the best 
high school athletes from around the state of Montana with Caden Bateman of Missoula Big Sky. We also got a six-pack and a sandwich for you about 4.45, so stay tuned for that. And top of the hour, we're going to continue our coverage of state champions from the spring sports season, Eli Field. What a great name for a softball coach. He's the head coach of the Frenchtown softball team, a dynasty, if I do say so, a renewed dynasty there uh, in Frenchtown. Hadn't won a title since 2016, but they have 12 overall. So how are they able to get back into the state championship category? Eli will be here uh, to recap the entire season for us about 5 o'clock. And then we're going to talk some NBA Finals, and we're going to talk some Missoula Paddleheads. The Paddleheads wrap up their homestand tonight. So we'll get our main guy, Jeff Safford, the voice of the Paddleheads, on the show to recap what's gone on here the first couple weeks of the season, plus give a preview of the upcoming road trip and a little taste of a wonderful celebration that begins down at Ogren Park Allegiance Field tonight. It is the Indigenous Heritage Celebration. They've done this for a couple years. Our great partners at the All Nations Health Center are the presenting sponsor of this. They're the ones that facilitate the whole thing. You're going to have a grand entry before the game tonight, which should be unbelievably cool. Uh, all sorts of memorabilia and gear and, and um, apparel with a Native American theme and a great celebration of our Native peoples here in the state of Montana. Tomorrow, there's a great talent show down there at Oregon Park Allegiance Field. And then on Saturday, you're going to have a 5K fun run and walk. So Jeff will join us to talk all things baseball and all things Indigenous heritage about 5.30. So there you go. That is your show outlook. It's presented by Brent Wahlberg and the Wahlberg team. Wahlberg team, the official realtors of Grizz Athletics. Any questions you might have in the real estate world, give Brent and his team a call today. I hope everybody out there is feeling good. You know, it's been a long spring, shall we say. And, uh, you know, I'm not much of one that loves the heat, but I do love the vitamin D, and I do just love the opportunity to know that I'm going to be outside in the sun soaking it up. Uh, the next couple days, got some fun stuff coming up these next couple weekends. Of course, this weekend, Father's Day, there's also a big fundraiser golf tournament for the Grizz football team out at Canyon River tomorrow. So we'll be playing in that. We'll have some stories for you from that and keep on highlighting our great golf partners there at Canyon River out in East Missoula. Also, my golf magazine tour continues next weekend. Do a little double dip here, actually. I'm going over to Billings for the Montana Football Hall of Fame. We have an accompanied golf tournament for the Montana Football Hall of Fame. And so that's going to be one of our stops on this golf tour highlighting public golf courses around the state of Montana. We're going to play Prior Creek out there in Huntley Project next week. So that should be uh, super fun. But to just excited to, to you know, be alive in the state of Montana during the best time of year there is to live in Montana. So hopefully everybody out there is uh, got some fun stuff in the works to enjoy the sunshine as maybe just maybe summer uh, officially here. The... Return of Father's Day weekend always also means the U.S. Open. This is an U.S. Open with unbelievable intrigue because there's finally this, uh, this how, how do we say, spinoff league, this this parallel, this competing golf league, the Live Tour, competing with the PGA Tour. But as we've discussed on this show many times, a ton of... Um, a ton of controversy involved in this, but also... A ton of intrigue because the majors for professional golf, none of them are have full jurisdiction under the PGA Tour. So all those guys that hopped 
the fence, all those guys that jump ship to the live tour, they're suspended from the PGA, but they can still play in the U.S. Open. Rory McIlroy, who did not jump ship, he won the Canadian Open last week. He's the betting favorite coming into this thing. He talked, uh, he had some terse words, some direct comments about the guys that jumped to the live tour yesterday. He has not hold his uh, he has not held his tongue whatsoever here these last few weeks about his thoughts on this. And then he goes out and shoots an opening round 67. He was the day one leader, uh, and he's the, the lowest score, tied for the lowest score in the clubhouse. Adam Hadwin, who's of Canada, he's four under through 13, so we'll see if that holds. But right now, we got five guys in the clubhouse at 67 in the U.S. Open. Callum Terran, David Lingmurth, Rory McIlroy, Joel Damon, and Mathis Dafu. So uh, a bunch of guys I have never heard of, and I'm a big golf guy. Not a lot of who's who up there in that top 15 or 20. John Rahm, who's been in and out as the number one player in the world, he's at one under. He shot a 69. Colin Morikawa, who burst onto the scene as the Masters champion, he also shot a 69 as well. Will Zalatoris, who's gained social media fame for looking like uh, Happy Gilmore's caddy, he also shot 69 one under. And then Justin Thomas, who recently won the PGA Championship, he is at one under as well. Dustin Johnson, one of those villains who's now on the live tour, he shot 69 as well. So the course actually catering to having 26 guys so far shoot under par. That's atypical of a U.S. Open, but we will uh, keep you in the mix of what's going on with all that. Game six of the NBA Finals is tonight. It's not a win or go home. It's a win at home or go home if you're the Boston Celtics. They've got their backs against the wall. That's when they've been their best. They're down 3-2 to two to the Golden State Warriors. But it's in Beantown tonight. I swung by, saw my guys at Red's Bar right before I came into this show, and uh, I took the Celtics in the points. I, I took the Celtics minus four and a half. So I think that uh, Celtics are going to push this thing to game seven, and then we'll see. We might have a great sports Sunday on uh, Sunday. We might have a little U.S. Open into the NBA Finals. Wouldn't that be great? Great way to celebrate uh, all of our fathers. It's Nuanas Now ESPN Radio. Caught up with one of my good buddies. A lot of celebrating to be had. A lot of sports to be talked. A conversation from earlier this week. Well, I guess they didn't change the locks on me. I still remembered the code. I haven't been into SWX Montana Television, ABC Fox Montana here in Missoula in uh, months, literally. Uh, it's been a long time. But I got to hang out with our main guy, Sean Rainey, yesterday, all day, fun day, playing the uh, high school golf fundraiser golf tournament here uh, in the Garden City at the Missoula Country Club. And uh, now we're back recording some stuff, a ton of stuff to get to, some awards to talk about, a fun golf tournament, and uh, a whole bunch of other sports stuff. What's up, man? <laughs> Not a lot. Um, just kind of getting back into... The swing of things at work was on vacation for a while. Went to San Diego with the fam, and then we had the uh, the Craney Awards at, at the Big Sky Resort. So I've been kind of pretty much on the go for about two weeks. But living the dream is what you're trying to say. A vacation in San Diego with the fam, go sweep the Craneys, win three of them, wearing his white suit, his white tie, and his white shoes. And uh, then impromptu uh, super sub appearance on the the golf tournament team too. That's a pretty good two weeks. Yeah, I'm not going to complain. Um, <laughs> it's been it's been a whirlwind, and so yeah, it's kind of been kind of weird getting back to work and just kind of getting back into the the normal routine of things for sure. Trivia question for you: 
What's the only food that never expires, that never spoils? And I'm not talking like processed Twinkies. What's the only food like in nature, the only thing in nature that never spoils? Ooh. Uh, I have no idea. Honey. Honey. Okay. That makes sense. They found honey like in the Egyptian pyramids and taste it. Oh, wow. Tastes like honey. Huh. Isn't that crazy? There you go. Yeah, you, I would have never, I would have taken a while. You could use that on your newscast because I know okay. you guys love your, uh, your fun, yeah. uh, Fun little tricks. Um, we mentioned the Cranies, but the EB Crady Awards, the broadcasting awards for radio and television, were in uh, Big Sky, Montana this last weekend. And uh, a really fun weekend. It was so fun being back, like, in a banquet. It's been years since we actually had to, you know, put the suits on and go stand under the weird colored lights and take pictures with each other. But uh, you're talking to two sportscasters of the year. So very fun to see the performances of everybody that is in this little umbrella of media from Missoula, Montana. But uh, you gave a great speech when you won Sportscaster of the Year. You talked about, like, the meaning of sports and and just how much we – missed that and there was a great article in the Atlantic this week about the dynamic of how all of this isolation or, or lack of you know going to sports games has affected us like psycho- psychologically like in your brain chemistry but I thought your your notion was so good because it, it was sort of a, a culmination of finally like the return of normal sports for us and I think that this weekend it was sort of affirming like we never really wondered because we're the sports guys but sports means a lot to people especially in Montana and so when we submit for the award we have to write like a you know 160 word thing along with it and that was kind of basically what I said was over the period of which we were applying for, it was when we first started getting back with, with crowds and everything. And so my goal this last year was to try and capture that, that energy, the, the vibe, the atmosphere, and try and bring that on a newscast in sports as much as I could. Because it's crazy how you go to millions of games. Well, like we've got to... Not millions, but we've gone to thousands of games in our lifetime. And then you go for like a year to games in an empty Dahlberg arena. You go to high school games and there's no student section. And it was just so weird, but it's so crazy how quickly that can feel like the norm. And then when we got back to the old days with the the packed crowds and everything, it was just like, oh man, like I, I knew that I missed it and needed this, but you realize how much you missed it and how awesome it was to have that all come back. And so that was kind of just something that in the back of my mind, just as a sportscaster that I was really kind of aiming for was just enjoying and appreciating having that energy back. It's so true. And Nuana's now ESPN radio, Sean Rainey, SWX Montana television joining us here uh, on Nuana's now. And it is so true. I remember when we were we were like one of six people that got to go to Grizz men's basketball games. And I remember people saying, yo, you're so lucky. And I was like, it's really, it's actually really kind of terrible <laughs> like because you, you get to watch something, but there's no energy and the way coaches coach and like how they sub their players and the, just the dynamics of like momentum and guys giving you energy off the bench and the coach ripping the player and him, you know, get it together because it happened. It all fell flat. It was so weird. I thought I honestly, by the second half of the season was ready for it to be over because so much of it is just feeling the energy of what's around you. It was, it was easier to watch on TV because you couldn't really know it. You know, like it, it's not as much of a stark difference. And then, yeah, you're sitting there watching the game and you just like feel sorry for the players because it's just so lame for them too. like, let alone us. Um, yeah, that was 
That was rough. That was uh, not ideal, especially if you're up in the section and you drop your your giant water bottle and it just clanks around making a whole bunch of noise <laughs> and it interrupts the game. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was one of the most embarrassing moments of my uh, sports writing career. But congratulations on all the awards. Uh, it was a fun weekend. It was also crazy because right now the big news story in Montana is the flooding. And we got to drive up and down the Gallatin River and... On the way up, House Rock was only a few feet out of the water. On the way down, it was under the water. It was crazy to see the the river, but we kind of got a firsthand view of that. I know, and my wife's from Livingston, and we there, that town's underwater. Yeah, we were just there, and she's like, "Oh yeah, you know that like little old rundown like radio station on the side of the road? Like the water's like all the way up to there, and um, yeah, it's just kind of crazy how you're there one day and it's and it's completely changed the next. It's been a just a you know, kind of crazy to watch all these videos um, online and you just feel for the the people in these towns that are going to get most affected um, because it's going to it's gonna hit them hard because it's going to take so long to, to fix everything. This appearance with the recently anointed Montana television broadcaster of the year, Sean Rainey, presented by Canyon River. We're going to be playing a little golf out at Canyon River on Friday, a little Grizz uh, fundraiser tournament. Quick question for you, because we played just at the Missoula Country Club the other day. That was very fun. Uh, but Canyon River, a lot more conducive for both you and I, the way we like to play golf. Just off the top of your head, what's your favorite hole there? Ooh. Um, it's probably one of the, like the short par fours. Yeah. And they have a few of them that are pretty fun. Um, I, I'm so bad with numbers. So sure. the... The two, there's three short par fours. That number have. eight, where you can drive the green. It's right yeah. after a par three. That's a good one. I'm trying to think of the other ones. The one, that are pretty short. The one along like the road, like when you're coming in, you have the trees and the houses on the left. That yeah, probably number ten. Yeah. Right, right after you make the turn, you go up the hill. Yeah, that's a good one too. Yep. And then I mean the, there's a lot of fun holes. Like all the you know the two downhill par threes are fun. Yeah. Because it's just such a you know you just hit it high and just kind of let it filter in down there um yeah it's a fun course and most excited it's gonna be like mid 80s so it's gonna be uh it's gonna be nice golf weather finally we finally get to play golf in like short sleeves and, and shorts i'm so excited for it thanks to canyon river for all their continued support here of nuance now okay let's talk some sports sean hasn't been on in a little while so we got a lot of stuff to get to uh first of all i gotta ask you about the nba finals the Golden State Warriors go up. We are recording this on a Tuesday night, by the way. And uh, as you are listening to this, it's a Thursday. So game six in Beantown is coming up tonight as you listen to this. But we are talking the day after Golden State took a 3-2 lead. And uh, game four, all Steph Curry. Game five, Steph Curry didn't really show up, but the Warriors still rolled. What have you thought of Golden State and just the back and forth in this series? I really thought that... Boston had something figured out after game three. And since then, uh, I've been really impressed with Golden State's defense, actually. It was all like, you know, the talk was Boston's defense. But I feel like they've figured out how to guard a couple guys. And, you know, Jalen Brown in particular, they figured out just, hey, we're just not going to let him dribble right. And now he can't do anything. And they've really put the clamps on Boston offensively. And so they haven't really been able to get into any rhythm. And I feel like that's kind of sparked them uh, and, and why Steph Curry can go off and you win. And then Steph Curry can struggle and you still win because they've figured something out defensively on how to guard Boston. Uh, I think Steve Kerr is a really good coach. And you're going up against uh, a team that hasn't been there in that moment before. And so they're kind of learning on the fly. But I'm not counting Boston out either because... 
they've been kind of like this all playoffs. Like they don't necessarily feel like they're ever super in control and they've brought it down to the wire. So uh, I, I still like, I think Boston wins game six and I, I think they have a chance in game seven. Uh, it's going to be very interesting. It's been a pretty fascinating series. I'm just interested to see, they need some of these role guys to step up uh, for Boston. Some of these guys that are, you know, coming off the bench that have been good at times. Um, they need them to, to play a little bit more consistent. Sean Rainey, SWX Montana Television, joining us here on Nuanas Now. Coulter Nuanas. We're recording this on a Tuesday. You're listening on a Thursday. What's more impressive? Golden State's been the team of the NBA in the last seven or eight years. Uh, I think some people thought they were dead in the water, but now they're back. What's more impressive, though, that or... The fact that Boston had all these assets for several weeks or several uh, years in a row, and they made the decision to go away from a lot of the superstar assets like Kyrie Irving, Gordon Hayward, uh, Kemba Walker, and they assembled this team that perfectly fits what they seem to want to do. Which one of those two storylines do you like better? I think the Boston one mostly because, I mean, if you, what was, I mean, they were 500 or a game under 500, like, Pretty far into the season. Oh, for sure. Leading up to the All-Star break, they were like the biggest disappointment in the NBA. Yeah, and then all of a sudden they just like figured out. Like I remember they they were going through a stretch where they just kept blowing games over and over in the fourth and they couldn't figure out what the heck they were doing and their chemistry looked off and blah, blah, blah. And then they just flipped the switch, turned it on, and have been rolling since. So um, that to me has been pretty fascinating. But yeah, obviously the, the resurgence of... Golden State, but I think it's something that we all knew and kind of expected, like once they got fully healthy, because they were like this before Kevin Durant, and now that you're getting some contributions, you know, from some other guys, but we all thought, you know, oh, Clay's going to come back healthy, and they're going to be, they're still going to be good. Well, Andrew Wiggins is like the, he's playing Iguodala's role, but he's four inches taller, ten years younger, and way more athletic. And nobody thought Jordan Poole's going to be. I mean, we you watched Jordan Poole live and in person once upon a time when he was coming off the bench for Michigan against the Grizz. But nobody thought he was going to be this, and now he's D-leagued to 20 points per game. So they've got a legitimate five players. Uh, you know, those three, big three, have come back and solidified themselves, but they got legit five guys now. I mean, the Wiggins story is one of the best stories in the league. Yeah, and when you have your base of, you know, the three guys that are going to play a ton of minutes that have been there throughout the whole thing, in the NBA, all you, you kind of just need to filter in some of those other guys, and they just need to be playing well at the time. And that's what – I mean, Wiggins has played bad at long stretches of his career, and he's just playing really well right now in the moment, and that's, you know, really lifting them. With the game, though, in Boston, do you expect this thing to get extended? Do you expect Game 7? Yeah, I think Boston. I think Boston wins, and I think Game Seven's going to be a good one. Uh, I, I think Boston might – I think Boston wins comfortably uh, at home, and then I think we have a, a game in the fourth quarter in Game 7. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. Sean Rainey of SWX Montana joining us here on ESPN. And we were just talking before we started about the Live Tour. I'm not going to make you talk about it because I know you've been out of town the last couple of weeks. I didn't know. I knew next to nothing about this until two weeks ago. Then it started happening, and I started reading about it, and now I'm just captivated by it. But you are a little bit of a gambling guru now. You've been doing really good with your bets. And your, uh, check out the Make It Rainy podcast if you get a chance. Probably going to be more heavily rotated this uh, upcoming fall, but uh, still always great gambling stuff from Sean. But – 
the U.S. Open is this weekend. And so regardless of the live tour, everybody that can make the field gets to play in this thing. So what do you think of this tournament? And uh, do you have any, have you thought about this yet? Do you have any, any guys that you're leaning towards or that you at least want to check the odds on? See, I'm going to, I'm going to have to do it on my own because Ben Wyman is my residential. We always like Wednesday night before, oh, yeah. before a major, he comes over to my desk at the office and we, we break it all down and we, you know, bring up the board and we go through who we like, who we don't like. I usually do some research at that point. But he's, you know, off. He's going to be in Boston going to it. Yeah. And so I'm going to have to do some research on my own. I, yes, I am a bit of a degenerate. So I'm kind of, I take things day to day. You know, I got my MLB plays in right now. I'll, I'll, I'll be betting on game six, you know, doing that. So I'll have to look Wednesday night uh, and do some, do some homework. I hear the course is pretty tough though. And so that'll be, that'll be fun. I usually just like to throw a little bit on just some, some middle to long shot guys and, and see how it goes. But, yeah, no, I haven't done a ton of research yet as far as who I like. Who's your favorite baseball team to bet right now? Ooh. Um, but my main plays right now is bet against the Orioles. <laughs> Anytime they're playing a good team, bet against Baltimore. Yeah, it depends. Um, right now, I, I can because baseball, you know, you're just mm. are struggling or, or doing, you know, really well. And because... With baseball, you can have a good pitcher and be on a bad team, and the general public was like, oh, well, the Marlins aren't as good as right. so-and-so, and but I'm going to take, you know, if Sandy Alcantara is pitching for the Marlins, I'll bet them as an underdog against a better team because he's the better pitcher. Last gambling question for you. The line opens in uh, at the Boston Garden, Celtics minus 3.5. That's been pretty much the spread for every game, just minus three and a half in favor of the home team. I thought we might get like a minus two and a half last night, but it was minus three and a half. What, what do you think of that line, though? Give me the Celtics. Yeah. yeah. I, I think so, too. Uh, I think what I might do, though, is I might just take Celtics first half, and then you don't have to worry about them you know, giving it away. Because um, obviously Golden State has been pretty good in the third and fourth, in the third and fourth quarters, especially the third quarter. And so I'll probably just take Boston first half and then, you know, see how that goes. If you win, then you can kind of just, you know, rest on a, a win or you can, you know, maybe uh, make a halftime bet and see how it goes from there. So I'll probably take Boston first half. Sean Rainey, gambling guru and sports director, SWX Montana Television. Okay, last couple things for you just about some Montana sports. This has been a great year. It's always a great year. There's always different things you can point to. But there's been some fun storylines, and I think that, especially for you and I living in Western Montana, we got to cover a lot of success. That's, you know, we cover all the teams, all the sports, all the time. But the teams that have great success are the ones that are the most fun to cover, especially high school sports. Because you, I mean, you're trying to cover the positive stuff, find the fun stories. But we had some really good teams in Western Montana this year, particularly. But what were some of your favorite stories just from across? the sports world now that you know this is kind of the calendar year ending right with the ncaa track championships getting over and now we have like this little five or six week break before college football so kind of a wrap on the 2021 2022 year what did you what did you remember most well it's kind of you know i'll kind of just start in the in the fall at the high school level it was kind of just the, the sentinel west matchups sure. uh, both of them you know opening the year playing against each other and that game was on swx that game was just absolutely wild Crazy plays all over the place. And then, you know, a rematch for the state championship. That was exciting. 
you know, Florence being close by, them kind of going undefeated, winning their first state championship in a, in a really long time was cool. And they were definitely, I mean, they were, uh, there's been a lot of great small school teams. They're one of the most talented Class B teams I've ever seen. I mean, they had they have five guys from that team going to college, including Ethan Abbott going to Montana State, and then four other Frontier guys. And then they got a quarterback who's going to be D1 for sure in Pat Shane Jr. So, I mean, they were like a top-notch team just period in the state. Oh, yeah, we just broadcast the Class B all-star game and it was just a whole bunch of Florence dudes making plays all over the place so that was kind of exciting on the high school ranks I mean obviously the the back-to-back games of the Brawl of the Wild and then Eastern coming into Mr. Washington coming to Missoula to play Montana for sure yeah just like the atmosphere and the energy that was in that building in kind of those back-to-back games that was pretty electric because it was probably two of the top six total um, of like best atmospheres that I've been to in Washington Grizzly Stadium in my 15 years or so and to have two of in the top six back-to-back games there was you know you're gonna remember that that was pretty you know exciting and just the whole there all the pressure that was on Montana to end the streak and things like that I mean obviously the storylines were there um, and with the narrative that surrounded Bobby Houck since he got back, the Grizz games were always great. I mean, they always just – there, there's no other fan base like it in the FCS, and it's not even close. But it was the first time where you felt in a really long time where there's just no way the Grizz were going to lose those games. Like, the atmosphere was so crazy, and the team was thriving off of it so much. It was just like – the it, it was the first time I really thought, wow, this reminds me of the Grizz like they were when I was in college. It, it, and it had taken 13 years for that to actually come back. Yeah, and then you obviously had, you know, the Malott magic and the, the Cats going on their run. And then the interesting dichotomy of if you're a Grizz fan, do those people like... Are they happy because they beat the Cats, but then the Cats are going on their run? And do you root for the Montana team when they go to the national level? And it was cool going down to Frisco to to cover that. And then you get to see the, you know, the North Dakota State uh, dominance in person. Um, And then we go into the winter sports, which is usually my favorite. Um, Because you're a big hoops guy. Big hoops guy. And because of our deadlines in our newscast. I don't for football. I have to leave at halftime because we have a nine o'clock show and the game starts at seven and they take a long time. For hoops, I can usually fit the whole game in or most of the game before I have to leave. And you, it's really quick and easy to get highlights. So the the crosstown games and the the Golden Goat this year was that atmosphere was absolutely phenomenal. It was you know better than any basketball atmosphere that I went to all year, including the the brawl of the wild stuff. Uh, so the Golden Goat night was definitely like a top night of the whole year. Like that was so much fun and so incredible. Um, I really hope that we're able to like expand that into other cities and have other rivalries as well because um, that was just so much fun. Yeah, those are all great highlights. I couldn't have really picked any other ones. I mean, throwing Hamilton in there as a state champion too in football. I mean, that was that was pretty incredible. That Double A Missoula Sentinel, A Hamilton, B Florence are all in, you know, 45 or 50 square miles, you know? I mean, that's pretty impressive to have that much football talent in one little pocket of Montana. Yeah, and then obviously the the Dougie Peoples game winner to win the state championship. I mean, that was just, that was just insane. Uh, Ridiculous. Like, what a run from from that kid and what a moment. So that right there, uh, and it's kind of crazy that both of the moments were in 
Dahlberg Arena, and neither of them were Grizz basketball related. It was uh, a couple high school games, so those definitely are the ones that kind of stand out. Then it came to a, a crescendo this last weekend with the NCAA Outdoor Track Championships, and one of the most impressive individual performances that we saw this calendar year, I would say it's number one on my list, is Duncan Hamilton running the third fastest steeplechase time in the history of college track, getting a silver medal and qualifying for the world championships. Did you watch the race? And if not, I mean, I'm sure you heard the time. It's just, I mean, you don't even have to describe it. It's silly. The guy ran one of the fastest times in the world. He's only a junior in college. Yeah, no, that was crazy. No, I was on kind of in vacation mode, so I was totally out of it. Um, but, you know, I'm checking Twitter every now and then, and when I saw third fastest ever, it's just like, jeez. Wow. It's just ridiculous, yeah. Well, it is fun, and uh, we'll have a bunch of fun stuff coming up for you throughout the rest of the summer as well. And I know Sean's always got fun stuff cooking, so you can always check him out on SWX Montana Television. Sean Rainey. The now uh, reigning Montana Television Sports Broadcaster of the Year. This is a fun one, man. Thanks for doing it. Hey, and congrats to you as well. Uh, I knew you were going to take that one home. Uh, it's pretty cool. Obviously, just uh, you know, a couple guys that are very passionate about what we do. We care about what we do. We're some of the longest. I think I was thinking about this the other day. Um, because Chris Byers and Scott Breen over in Billings are kind of are going to be stepping away. Right. I think I'm the, the longest like tenured oh, TV sports guy in the state, um, which is kind of crazy to think about. Um, just as far as like like a sports anchor uh, slash reporter. So uh, love what I do. Love being here in Montana. I know that you're the same way, um, and so it's cool that you know couple guys that really care uh, got recognized that way we're not playing together on friday so this is the one time i say no good luck uh coming for you and uh, should be fun one out there at Canyon river thanks to them for bringing you this conversation with sean rainey well then the rain man back on how about a young man who was five foot eight when he moved to missoula and six foot seven by the time his senior year finished up one of the few guys from missoula from the state of montana that's headed to the Montana Grizzlies for men's basketball. Caden Bateman of Missoula Big Sky. Our senior spotlight continues right after this. Keep it right here. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Bobcat fans, support both your favorite team and Montana State students. When you shop at the student and faculty-owned MSU Bookstore, your purchase lowers the price of course materials for Montana State students. Montana State is in the midst of a historic year, and the MSU Bookstore has everything you need, from jerseys to garments, t-shirts to sweatshirts. You can also find the vast selection of Bobcat gear online by visiting msubookstore.org. Help students excel and look your best in blue and gold. The MSU Bookstore is your Bobcat gear headquarters. ESPN Missoula Sports Center. Sophia Stiles will play her final year of college hoops with a team that won an NCAA tournament game last season. Hello, I am Coulter Nuanez. Stiles, a two-time Montana Gatorade Player of the Year as a high school star from Malta, entered the NCAA transfer portal earlier this month after playing the last five seasons at Montana. The second-team All-Big Sky Conference selection announced on her personal Instagram page on Wednesday that she will play her final season at Florida Gulf Coast. The Eagles play in the Atlantic Sun Conference and have enjoyed a good run recently 
recently, competing in the last five NCAA tournaments. Florida Gulf Coast advanced to the second round of the Big Dance last year, knocking off 16th-ranked Virginia Tech and finishing with a 30-3 record overall. Last season, Styles averaged 12.1 points and 6.1 rebounds. She was fourth in the Big Sky in assists per game at 4.1 and led the league in assist-to-turnover ratio at 1.9. Missoula Hellgate's Marcus Anderson has been named the Montana Gatorade Soccer Player of the Year. Anderson capped his career with the lone goal of an overtime state AA championship game as Hellgate beat Kalispell Glacier 1-0 to finish undefeated and earn a third straight Class AA title. The 5'8", 165-pound midfielder closed his senior campaign with 13 goals and 23 assists. Anderson concluded his high school career by tallying 49 goals and a state record 79 assists. Hellgate's fifth boys soccer Gatorade Player of the Year has signed with Fort Lewis College. Welcome back. New on is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, or maybe you're tuning in on the ESPN Montana app. No matter how you're here, thanks for being here. Go download that ESPN Montana app if you don't have it in your life. Our Senior Spotlight, one of our favorite segments of the year, continues. It's presented by Blaine McElmurray and McElmurray Homes. McElmurray Homes, your go-to must, most trusted builders in the state of Montana for any custom homes. They take great pride in their work. They're also proud supporters of high school sports across the state of Montana. Well, time now to continue one of our favorite segments we do each summer here on Nuanas. Now it's our Senior Spotlight presented by Blaine McElmurray and McElmurray Homes. And this week, a local product, a guy that's staying home to play for the Montana Grizzlies, Missoula Big Sky graduate, Caden Bateman, playing hoops for Travis DeCure's squad. And Caden's on his way to the uh, Wyoming-Montana High School All-Star game this weekend. A couple games, one in Lockwood, one in Sheridan, so it should be a fun weekend. Caden, thanks so much for joining us, man. I know it's a busy week. Thanks for making some time. Absolutely. First and foremost, let's talk about uh, just this last little while. It's been a busy couple of weeks for you. Graduation from Big Sky, then you were helping out at Grizz Camp, and uh, a little different than usual probably. You're not a camper anymore. You're now a player that's coaching a team, and now you're headed to this All-Star game. So uh, sort of the, the last chapter of your high school career, what have you thought? What's it feel like to be a, a high school graduate? You know, it. It hasn't really set in yet. We have been go, go, go since I graduated and uh, heading right towards all the workouts and stuff through the U. There hasn't been much of a transition for me yet. So I'm still kind of looking for that graduation feeling, but it, it definitely feels nice to be out of high school. What was it like coaching at the Grizz camps last week? Was that an interesting experience, kind of being a, a Grizz player for the first time officially? Absolutely. We, I've been going to that camp probably for seven, eight years. And uh, so seeing it from a different perspective now, instead of being a player, being a coach, and knowing the impact that they have on the players uh, is was pretty big for me, I think. The most exciting part was getting to have like my own personal team and being able to play against other Grizz coaches, players, and getting to see kind of where, how they coach compared to how I do it. And it was really fun because I feel like I made a pretty big impact on some kids' life and stuff. So, well, it's always funny. And coaching sometimes it sort of teaches you how much you know, right? I mean, do you feel like that? Uh, it kind of helps you communicate what you know about basketball and what you've learned in basketball when you are passing it along to younger people? Most definitely, most definitely. 
Caden Bateman joining us. He's a Missoula Big Sky graduate and uh, part of our Senior Spotlight Series, highlighting some of the best athletes from across the state of Montana as they transition from high school to mostly the college level. Uh, let's talk about your great senior year in Missoula Big Sky. First of all, let's talk about some golf because I actually got your number from John Haney, the uh, golf coach there at Big Sky. He and I used to work at the Missoulian together way back in the day. And uh, actually, I just played in the high school fundraiser golf tournament on Monday, so I got a chance to see uh, Coach Haney. But uh, he, he said that he loved being around you and just having you on the golf team. So uh, what, did, what did you get out of playing golf? Because obviously you knew your focus was basketball all along. But how did uh, golf play into your uh, just your competitive mindset and just how did it uh, impact your senior year? Definitely. So golf, I, I started playing golf my freshman year. And I didn't have Coach Heaney as my coach for the first two years. But I was lucky enough to have him for my junior and senior year. He has taught me a lot about patience through the game, and it's okay to hit a bad shot. I struggled in tournaments with having a bad shot here and there, not having it go exactly where I wanted it to go. And But he was kind of the one that made me realize they give you 18 holes for a reason, you can use them all. And so... Golf really taught me how to be patient through the game, and it does track right over to basketball because it's the same way. If the ball's not falling for you, at some point it will, and you got to keep doing your thing until it does. It's so interesting because I'm a big golfer. But I played hoops in high school as well, and uh, it's it is it, golf teaches you so many different things, right? It, it just teaches you the the one at a time and and patience and all that sort of stuff. So, I mean, is there a specific part of basketball, though, you feel like was influenced by golf? Is there any sort of uh, carryover? I mean, you mentioned just sort of the adversity mentally, but is there one thing you do on a basketball court where you're thinking, okay, maybe this is just like uh, a, a 12-foot putt or maybe this is just like an approach shot, anything like that? Definitely. It's, it's all tempo. Yeah. And if you basically, if you have a good tempo in your game, you're gonna, you'll be fine. Yeah, that's a very interesting parallel. I never really thought about that. Caden Bateman joining us. He's a future Montana Grizz basketball player on his way to play in the Montana-Wyoming High School Basketball All-Star Game uh, this upcoming weekend. Uh, so you finish up golf season, then you have your senior year for basketball, and it was one of the best years the Big Sky has had on the basketball court. I know the Eagles have been uh, competitive, but it's been a long time since uh, Missoula Big Sky placed at the state tournament, and you guys ran all the way to getting a third-place trophy, a very good end of the year. So just take us through it, because I actually covered you guys a couple times during the regular season, and I watched you have close games. I mean, the Hellgate overtime loss in Hellgate's gym comes to mind. But you guys seemed like you were scratching the surface and and almost about to break through all year long. But then you put it together right at the end. So just take us through uh, your senior year in hoops. Yeah, so we started out first week. We were all talking, thinking, well, we have a really solid team. This is exactly where we want to be. We've stayed at Big Sky all four years just for this and there's nowhere else you'd want to be and we walked in to every practice with the state championship mindset and unfortunately we didn't get what we were intending to but we still got to hold some hardware above our heads so that was pretty cool and the close games we never lost a game by more than eight and we finished above 500 for the first time in six, seven years. And we're heading into state after a very nice run at divisionals. We really, we competed at divisionals like a state caliber team. 
and we finished taking second. We got to play in the championship game against Capital where we lost by four, and that was unfortunate, but it placed us well at state where we pulled a unlucky Bozeman team uh, with a, uh, a loss for for them from Belgrade and Divisionals, dropped them down to the three seed. And so we played them first round, and they played their best game against us, which was a tendency for the whole year. Right. Everyone would play their best game against us. And so we go into it, we're down at half, and we're down by like 15 at half. And we come back out, and we lost by four again. And so now we're going to a consolation game where we have to win. If we lose, we're done. We're playing Butte, very, very solid team uh, athletically. And we've played them two times already on the year. And we've, we swept them throughout the season. So we were very confident going into that game, knowing that we'll come out with a win. And we did. We beat them by 25 and uh, then headed to play Skyview for the play-in game for third and fourth place at Skyview's home gym, which we were all kind of upset about. We're like, that's not fair. Like, why did they get to play in their home gym? Obviously, they didn't know that was going to be where it was played at, who would be in it. But we had the worst half of basketball you could ever think of. We, were, we scored eight points and a half, and we were down by 20 points. And we all kind of walked into the locker room with our heads hanging down. No no real emotion towards we, – we all thought it was over. And our coach walks in, Coach Hanson and Murphy look at all of us, and they just – they start telling us what we need to do. I mean, nothing really too harsh – as I think it, I thought it probably would be. And we came back out, and we started out hot. We had Jay Gardner got us started, and we just kind of followed him, and we outscored him by 25 points in the second half to beat them by almost 20 points. And so we held them to their worst second half appearance all year. And... Our defense was looking really nice, very solid. So we, we take that win and take some momentum over to play Billing Senior for our third and fourth place game. Right before the game, Hanson said one thing to us that kind of made us all think a little bit better about the situation. Obviously, playing for third and fourth at State is pretty exciting in itself, but he said only two teams uh, in their season on a win. Right. And that's first and third place. Right. And so we're thinking about that, and we're like, you know what? A trophy is a trophy. And so we go in, we come out hot, we we do get the win. They were face guarding me the whole game. And in the locker room, we were all kind of looking at the trophy, you know, smiling, having a good time, passing it around. And Trey Reed goes and says, if you. If the sun shines on it just right, it looks gold. And so that's kind of <laughs> that's kind of our takeaway from state. And we all were pretty 
excited with the outcome, especially bringing home some hardware. Our coach, uh, Murphy, he held the trophy in his room that night, and we all, like, tucked it in and stuff, you know, just taking extra care of it. And uh, so we, we thought it was pretty funny that we were getting to baby it like we were, you know. What a great story. What a great run for you guys. Very cool. Caden Bateman of Missoula Big Sky joining us here on Nuanas. Now he's headed to the Montana Grizzlies to play basketball this upcoming year and was one of the key cogs in Big Sky's third-place finish at the Class AA State Tournament back in March. Part of our senior spotlight is presented by Brent Wahlberg and the Wahlberg team, as well as Blaine McElmurray and McElmurray Holmes. And, Caden, correct me if I'm wrong, but you actually moved to Montana right before high school. Is that right? I did. I moved from Wyoming. So where were you living in Wyoming? It's a small town called Big Piney. Okay. It's about 300 people Wow. in the town of Big Piney itself. So at 6'7", were you the tallest guy in Big Piney? Unfortunately, I was only 5'8 when I moved here. Okay, so, so you weren't the tallest guy in town yet. Okay. No, not yet. <laughs> I sprouted up freshman year, grew about nine, nine and a half inches. Wow. And some serious back pains for sure. I bet, yeah, probably shin pains too, huh? Yeah, <laughs> my, my legs grew a little earlier, so it wasn't as bad then. But man, well, that's crazy. Well, uh, being from out of state, but then moved to Montana, moving to Missoula. When did sort of the because college sports is so big, sports in general are so big in Montana. People love them, especially same as Wyoming, I guess too. But people, especially in Missoula, they love the Grizz. So when did that sort of first occur to you that, man, uh, this this is a big deal. Grizz basketball, Grizz football, Grizz sports is is big in Missoula. Well, when Coach Flo showed up to one of our open gyms and was talking to me afterwards and when he offered me, I I was on the drive home and I was kind of thinking that this is what I came here for, you know. That's what I wanted to do. Right. I moved to Missoula to play for... University of Montana, and so you had known about the Grizz beforehand a little bit. I did, yeah. yeah. I was coming up here a couple of years before to oh, cool. camps and stuff. Yeah, and so seeing that realization of it actually happening and coming to light, I I took a little time to think about it, and went and saw a couple schools, and decided those weren't necessarily the fit for me. And I realized, you know, if I want to do it right, I'm going to play for the U and get the most out of it. And I'm going to get the most out of their program. I'm going to get the most out of their strength program, the coaches, all the, everything, academics. And I get to carry that into my future. Well, it's a very cool story. When did it first sort of sink in that you had achieved that goal? I mean, I know you, you officially committed uh, last fall, but... What, what did they sell you on that you liked about the program, and, and uh, how did it evolve, just uh, sort of realizing, wow, I, I did this. I actually did get an offer from Montana. Definitely. So when it first hit, it was probably mid-October, and just kind of seeing everything evolve around the university, getting to talk to the coaches more, Um uh, that's probably when it hit the most that I actually had a chance and getting to see the other players through previous camps and getting to say that they're like my teammates now are pretty pretty cool they're an amazing group of guys 
So I think it was, I would say probably mid-October was when it first set in. Well, it's very cool, and and you join a list. Uh, it's select company for sure. Guys in Montana, they go Division One a lot in a lot of different sports, but not a lot when it comes to football, or excuse me, when it comes to basketball. And uh, it, it's been a long time since there was a Division One guy from Missoula Big Sky. I actually don't even know if there ever has been a Division One guy. Definitely not uh, in the last twenty years or so. So, right. what do you, I mean? What do you think of that? Sort of carrying on the legacy. I mean, I think there's only been about a dozen or maybe thirteen guys from Montana that have played for the Grizzlies over the last 15 or 20 years. Uh, I, you must be pretty proud to be a part of that group. I am, yes. It's it's wild to think that I have the buy-in of the community behind me because, like you said, it's all Grizz or nothing in Missoula, and you get the occasional Cat fan, but not too many. And so I just, I don't know, it was kind of the experience that I want to have and now that I'm living it it's it's pretty crazy and to say I'm in that small group of people is pretty awesome to me just because I came here for this reason and it took a lot of work to get there well what do you think of just fitting into coach DeCure's program because he's a very demanding but also excellent coach so what do you think of just uh, actually joining the Grizz and participating and, and all that stuff yeah I think it's gonna be great I love coach DeCure he's very he speaks his mind which is good he'll be honest with each and every player he's not gonna favor one over another uh he's gonna talk to everyone the exact same and so no matter what happens at practice in games by by the next week by the next day he'll be talking to everyone just the same it's not he doesn't hold anything against anyone as long as you fix whatever he wants you to be able to achieve so i really like that about him he's going to hold people accountable he, he won't let certain things slide Tayden bateman was a little big sky grad joining us here on nuan is now part of our senior spotlight highlighting some of the best individual athletes from across the state of montana both boys and girls and Caden, last thing for you uh, sort of an interesting dynamic in your last chance to play with uh, fellow high school peers and then sort of your first chance to represent the state on a on a grander level as you go to play in this Montana-Wyoming All-Star game this weekend. So what do you think of the squad? What do you think of this chance you guys have to sort of give one last hoorah for high school sports? I think it's awesome. The roster's amazing. I am pretty close with a lot of them, especially Braden Cook. He, him and I have played together a few times, and so we're really looking forward to it. And to be able to represent the state of Montana is amazing. I, I can't think of a better way to go out of high school, you know. And so going into it, we have a little pressure. We haven't lost to Wyoming in quite a while. So we got, we got a pre- some pressure on our shoulders, but there's nothing that I see going wrong. So Very cool, man. Well, best of luck with the All-Star Weekend. Enjoy yourself. And uh We'll certainly be seeing you around Missoula for years to come, but congratulations on all your success, and uh, best of luck with this uh, upcoming weekend. Absolutely, I appreciate it. Caden Bateman, Missoula Big Sky grad, future Montana Grizzly Hooper, on his way to play in the Montana-Wyoming All-Star Game this weekend. Games in both Lockwood, Montana, and Sheridan, Wyoming. Should be a fun one. Keep it right here. Nuana's now back after this.
Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago. And in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. How we do? We make a move and act the fool while we up in the club. This is how we do. Nobody do it like we do it, so show us some love. This is how we do. We make a move and act the fool while we up in the club. This is how. We recorded with our great friend Carolyn this morning, and to stay tuned for that tomorrow, you're going to want to hear it. It was. Uh, such a long conversation. It's actually going to be two segments on Friday's show. But she was reminiscing about the Super Bowl halftime show, and she also had an unbelievable admission. She does no idea who the game is. So that's why we play a little game for our good friend Carol and the Chicken Doesn't Know Sports. We're up against it, but before we get out and get into hour number two, we have Eli Field, the head coach of the Frenchtown softball team, coming up to get hour number two kicked off. But how about this first? Six-pack and a sandwich from Warden's Market. Call us right now. We're going to go caller number two, 406 888 That's 888-1029. We got a six-pack of beer and a sandwich of your choice from Warren's Market. All you got to do is call us. We'll put your name on the list. You swing into Missoula's oldest grocery store, get yourself some beer, get yourself some Sammies. Six-pack and a Sammy every Thursday presented by Warren's Market. Hour one of the books, hour two coming at you. More state champion recaps. Eli Field from the Frenchtown softball team in studio. Keep it right here, Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Grizz Nation's favorite outfitter is the M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. And now the M Store has a brand new location in downtown Missoula. Come check out the new storefront located on the corner of Higgins and Broadway. The M Store in Missoula has been your Grizz Gear headquarters for more than 10 years, offering some of the most original University of Montana gear you'll find anywhere in the Garden City. Next time you're downtown, swing in. Come by the M Store today and wear what the Grizz wear. Or shop online at MontanaMStore.com. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. 